We need to start or what? I guess so. Okay. Recording. You can hear my sound, so we're good to go. Oh, I know. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R Kyle Johansson dot U-S. That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Breaching Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Breaching Room website at R-A-C-R-K-A-I-O-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N. And now, time to Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott. Say hello. 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 That's creepy. <laughs> All right, so uh, today we're going to be reviewing Bad Batch episode. Uh, I got the wrong stuff listed. <laughs> We're going to be reviewing episode uh, nine or eight and nine. That's uh, Reunion and uh, the other one is Bounty Lost. Uh, we'll be doing some news and, uh, of course, recapping the entire episode and putting out some questions of the week. And that'll about do it. Um, I was looking here, that's why I paused for a minute. I was looking at some of the stats we've got going on. So this, since this episode we just did came out recently, there's only been one person that's viewed our, our YouTube site. That's probably me because I played it a couple times. Um, yeah. And weirdly enough, some of the old... Um, questions of the week have been viewed quite a bit, but nobody's voted on them. Um, like I said, which is weird. We have no comments or anything anywhere. So we, you know, I wanted to encourage everybody if they, you know, stop listening at the end of the show, like we always ask for comments and stuff. We're going to ask for it at the beginning this time. So, you know, we encourage you to comment and interact with us through, uh, you know, our comments section on the website through the YouTube channel. Um, we have two questions we of the are, week. We are touchy feely kind of people. Yeah, we, so, we, we want to hear your stuff. We, so. we like feedback. We like it. Whether, whether we need to dress Kyle up in a Chewbacca outfit or get one of those masks. We can go, yeah, we want some feedback. Yeah. I don't know about the Chewbacca costume. 
Um, yeah, and also we have social media as well. We have uh, our main social media page on Twitter, and then we have um, me, we. Um, those can all be found on our website too. So um, with that, let's get into the news. It's time for the news. So the only news article I've got this week is some news about um, the Andor um, show that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Um, some of you may have remember us talking that the show had wrapped up production and actually has been renewed for season two, um, which it says will begin production at the, you know, in the fall of this year, um, presumably to be, uh, you know, released, the second season to be released next year. Um, and this news is mostly talking about um, when they're going to actually make it available for us to watch and everything. Um, this show is going to be a regular type of show. It's got 12 episodes for the first season and they're planning on um, August for uh, Andor to start, um, which means we'll have Kenobi starting in May 26th and likely um, Bad Batch and then uh, Andor, and because you know we've known Bad Batch, you know this last first season was sixteen episodes. I don't know if it's going to be that many episodes this next season, but um, you know hopefully that'll be enough to fill the gap between Kenobi and and Andor. I really don't like this uh, empty gap that we have here, where you know there's not even hardly any Star Wars news at all or anything that we can. Uh, connect with um but it talks here you know it's got that uh, diego luna's the guy's name the one that played on rogue one it's supposed to follow him as a spy um for the rebels um uh, like i said 12 episodes um and then of course after the andor's over um it'll be time for the mandalorian to take over and then um, that'll probably be the last show for the year for, from Star Wars. Um, you know, part of the reason we have these gaps like we, we're having right now is because they're releasing a lot of um, Marvel stuff um, also. So um, they think that we, uh, we can't handle having Marvel and Star Wars at the same time for some reason. So what do you think about that? Does that sound like a... That's like, uh, doable, but you know, know it. <laughs> they're t- they're they're just so busy over there. Yeah, well, if they yeah they need a, would, they they need a Star Wars camp and a Marvel camp. Well, see, that's just it. I think they have that because, I mean, sure, uh, you know, not Filoni, but yeah, Filoni came from Marvel too. And Favreau was, you know, he did all the, not all of them, but most of the uh, um, Iron Man movies. Um, But he also did Lion King and he also worked on um, several other Disney things. So, you know, I don't know. I I always thought, you know, Lucasfilms was separate from what they're doing for Marvel because Lucasfilms really isn't doing any Marvel stuff at all. So, I don't understand why it can't be 
can't seem to be separate either, and they can't release stuff at the same time. I think I I think the Star Wars stuff more popular because more more people, more stars in Hollywood want to either either be in a background scene or or be a stormtrooper or something like that, and just to say yeah. that they've been in a Star Wars movie. So that's yeah. why these up up and coming shows are going to be like going to have to watch closely and see. You know, if you got other Hollywood people hanging out at the bar or messing with Mando, so yeah, exactly. It's a it's a good thing for them to have on the resume. It, 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 uh, you know, and most of them your... do it, and not most of them do it, and not get paid, mm-hmm. or or get paid very little. Yeah, you know, they they uh, pay them by you know paying their hotel room or something, and. That's about it. Uh, all right, so let's uh, get into the news. In the news, and do this. And now a word from our sponsors. Does your bald head take a beating from shaving the sun and all of the things Mother Nature throws your way? Do ladies look at your dry, sunburnt head and cringe? Well, guys, there's a new product out there in the head care market that promises to rock your head. I mean, dome. Looks soft, clean, and touchable, and it's trending number one through social media and on YouTube. Introducing Dome Armor. It conditions with moisturizers like coconut oil and shea butter. Protects with sunscreen, SPF 45, and enhances your already sexy dome into an irresistible hands-on experience. Keep your head, I mean dome, safe and protected. Get dome armor. Now available in fresh bacon scent. Sure to get the ladies to come running in fine stores like Walmart and Lowe's. Oh, and for those still struggling with minor hair loss, try Grow Gain. This product will refresh, revitalize, and regrow hair on your dome. Yeah, I had an idea for uh, to update that advertisement you can a little bit. Go and get it, Dicks too. Yeah, it's gonna. Dicks is probably the most popular location for it. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think uh, I had a, an idea for a new product that was gonna that was gonna be part of that that you know did the opposite. It was gonna be like a you know maybe for uh, those who like to you know manscape and, and womanscape a little bit, uh, but uh, I, I didn't get that recorded. So anyway, um, let's get into is it, uh, is it, is it, is it- the razor lightsaber. <laughs> I don't know. It was something like that, but I don't remember exactly what. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that would All be done. a scary sound, wouldn't it? I don't know. All done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Went from man to woman just like that. Exactly. Let's run this. Spoiler alert. Danger. You are about to be spoiled. This is your spoiler alert. We are about to talk candidly 
and explicitly about some TV shows or movies. If you have not watched them, please fast forward to the appropriate section. You will not be warned again because you will be spoiled. I was going to bring this up, um, not necessarily because you want to do it, Scott, but maybe if anybody is listening wants to, there's, uh, you know, people have been talking about this game called Wordle for a while. Um, it's just a word game where you get, we have, you guess, a five-letter word. Um, and, you know, apparently the New York Times bought, them, bought out the, the game, but there's a version of it, a clone of it called um, Star Wars Wordle. Um, and it's actually kind of complicated because you have to guess a five letter word that's star wars related um and it's uh at a website called wordle.starwars.guide um and i yeah i've been trying it almost every day just like wordle does and um it's it's a pretty interesting game if you're interested in that kind of thing it also um, once you guess the word or don't guess the word, there's a link to it to um, uh, the the Wikipedia, so you can look up what the word is. You know, so if you don't know what it is, you can look it up. Um, and uh, this version, they give you hints. So after after you've guessed three times and you missed it, they give you a you can have a hint that you can maybe figure it out because. Uh, mm. Star Wars words are a little complicated, but so far the hints aren't that great, but it's, it's a pretty good little app. I've helped people at work playing the original game. Yeah. The Wordle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I've never, I've never been good at word games, you know, Boggle and they, they give you, they give you that square and you could only use five letters, right? Yep. Yep. With, With letters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, and it's a. Uh, is it this? You you can get as many words out of that as possible, or is it no, just one word? To, it's only one. You have only six times to guess the word. Oh, okay. So they and it tells you. It says, you know, hey, this letter is in there, but you've got it in the wrong spot. Or yes, this oh. letter is is the right spot exactly. And you have to then use that information and try to figure out the word. Um. You know, in as few tries as possible. Six tries is all you get. And once you get the sixth try, they tell you what the letter, what the word is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, um, let's get into the discussion here. So, uh, this first episode we're talking about is uh, season one, episode eight, reunion, union, um, and you know, basically that's a reunion. We we get to see um, Crosshair again. We haven't seen Crosshair for a while. Um, so, if you remember the last episode, they were on the uh, the uh, Jedi cruiser getting their their chips taken out, and mm-hmm. um, this episode picks up right away from there. Um, uh, but went, we the first scavenging. scene were yeah the first scene were were on Camino and Crosshairs talk goes in to talk to uh, that Ram Amber, Admiral Rampart guy who is actually talking to Lama Sue. And Lama Sue kind of says, hey, you know, uh, uh, these guys are important to us. We'd like them back. And uh, 
Admiral Rampart disagrees, and he, he sends a scout team out to get them and says to terminate them while and instead of bringing them back. Um, and, you know, of course, uh, Mama Sue doesn't like that, but she understands because really all they all they really want is, um, you know, Omega. Um, well, and- all they really want is is the the genetic material, right. and then they want they don't need the body anymore. Yeah, I think the sample maybe lasts longer if they're. Uh- if they're alive, but um, you know they can well, do whatever they need to. The ambassador said, "Yeah, uh, okay, so, yeah." So, um, like I said, Rampart is not interested in in deserters, and Crosshair is supposed to terminate them. Um, and they depart to go intercept them on Bracco, which is, like I said, where they're at. <coughs> and we've. When we first see Bracca, Wrecker is, is showing Omega how to assemble a thermal explosive. And, you know, he's explaining all the parts and what they do. And then he tells, he activates the bomb and tells her he's, she's got 10 seconds to deactivate it. And panicking, panicking Omega, um, you know, goes to cut the right wires that she was told that she mm-hmm. obviously wasn't paying attention to. And she picks the wrong wires and the the bomb is not disabled and it, and it goes off uh, they have a few seconds to run and hide and uh, you know Wrecker's laughing at her because it was only a smoke bomb it wasn't a real bomb oh. he tells her that uh, you know he wouldn't let her actually try her first try on a real bomb so yeah he's so he, he, he was so loud, distracting her. Yeah, he was. Jeez. Telling her to hurry up and all this stuff. Hurry up. Yeah. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Come on. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and this is, uh, this is also when I think it's Echo comes down and says, hey, uh, you guys need to pack it up because we're getting ready to get yeah. out of here. Um, because they, they see the scrappers are are watching them even more. Um, and uh, they see they're also being tracked by a couple of stra- scrappers um, while they're, you know, walking to their, whatever their, the Marauder, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And um, they, uh, they managed to stun the two of them and uh, escape. Well, that one got on the got on the floating platform or the hover platform and took off and yeah, record jumped on right. Record took Wrecker a ride. <laughs> jumped, he jumped on the back of it and just holding on for life, I mm-hmm. guess, to mm-hmm. you know get a chance to get on there. But they uh, they shook him off of that. He fell down. Um, yeah, yeah, they shake him off. Uh, and it looks like um, maybe Hunter or no, it's Echo finally gets a shot off at that guy and stuns him. And uh, the uh, lift or ship or whatever lift shipped um, crashes into something. And, and uh, yeah, I think they were on. I think they were. They weren't on the Marauder. I think they were. 
on that uh, ship that they're getting ready to take stuff from. Yeah, that's yeah, I think you're right. Uh, that's what it says here now. Um, and they kind of gathered those three scrappers up and put them in a basically a a pile for them to nap off their stunning or whatever. Um, Echo mentions Rex again. Um, and Hunter uh, says they need to stay for a little while because they need to find some things to make some money off of. Um, uh, Wrecker doesn't like the idea. Um, and then that's when we see Hunter ask Tech about how much you know they could haul out from this uh, destroyer. And um, he says uh, if they were able to unload the entire uh, armory, they would have uh, way more than enough money to do anything they wanted to. Um, obviously, they don't have time and, and space to load that all off. But, um, you know, tech, they, they basically go on what, what the next scene calls as a treasure hunt. So um, Hunter wants to grab a few things so they have enough to pay off their, what they owe Sid. Um, and Echo complains that they're, they're soldiers, not smugglers. They don't, he doesn't want to be, um, you know, scavenging stuff and selling stuff all the time. Um, and that's when, uh, tech, uh, realizes that there's probably some stuff on the bridge of the ship that would be worth money to sell. So he and, uh, Omega go up to the bridge and, um, start working on that. Um, you know, he's underneath the console and everything, and she's uh, messing with some of the, the buttons and such and the equipment. Um, Echo and... Yeah, and once they get that all started up and everything, they see... Uh, They, they all head off towards the um, munitions depot. Um, Omega finds a crate of explosives and um, brings Wrecker over. Wrecker gets all excited, and then he sees a huge locked compartment of uh, proton torpedoes. Um, you know, it's like goes up 20 feet up into the air, this, this locker yeah. full of these things. Takes um, him like it's his girlfriend. And this is when uh, Tech calls Omega up to the bridge. Um, and, you know, Wrecker, yeah, he's tell acting like the the missile is his girlfriend. He starts kissing and hugging all over the, the weapon. Um, and Hunter and Echo grab up some stuff. Um, and they begin to kind of offload some of that, those items. And we, you know, we hear, hear uh, we're up on the bridge again and we hear, um, uh, you know, Omega's playing and all of a sudden one of the lights starts flashing on the, uh, on the console. On the panel. Yeah, and she asks what that is. And, uh, you know, Tech jumps out from underneath the uh, console that he's trying to work on and says, oh, normally that's supposed to indicate that there's an approaching ship and he says proximity yeah he says it's 
it must be defective because there shouldn't be anything. He assumes there shouldn't be anything there, but um, seconds later they see a couple. They see a couple imperial ships fly by. Three or Um, four, I think. Yeah, three or four, at least three, I think is what it was. Yeah, Yeah, and they land. Um, Obviously, uh, this is um, Crosshair and his his new squad that he's trained up, and they they land and. they split up and Hunter, or yeah, Tech warns Hunter about it, and they uh, asks Hunter asks if those are scrappers, and Tech says no, they're Imperial, they're from the Empire. Um, and then we cut back to um, the Camino uh, and. Uh, Nala is with the Prime Minister Lama Su, and um, Lama Su mentions they can no longer delay and needs to uh, kind of step up their efforts to obtain the uh, genetic material they need. Um, See, I, 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 Lama, Lama Su wants hunters. We round that, like like three or four times to see, see, see what he actually said. They called it a small clone. concerned about what it says in here uh, for exactly what he said or it's about what he said um and but then we go back to bracca and uh we see um them on the bridge watching uh the ships uh you know people disembark we see a bunch of troopers and the elite squad that we uh that that uh Crosshair train, and then Crosshair comes out, um, and they begin they begin splitting up and and looking for the bad batch. And this is when um, one of the troopers says that he can't read anything on the scanner, um, and that's Crosshair tells him that's because you're being blocked. Um, so did Crosshair did Crosshair. Convert his rifle also to a flamethrower. Is that why his pack's bigger? No, his pack's always been big like that. It's just um, okay. he's got a huge case that the uh, that the rifle because you know those kind of rifles you disassemble them right, yeah. so it's a bigger case to disassemble and it's got a longer barrel than a regular life rifle does and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always been a big. Uh, a big backpack type of thing. Um, yeah, they're being... Okay, so yeah. So he says they're being uh, jammed and uh, he leads a squad. Um, he takes a... He tells a, a group of troopers to go um, look at the shuttle. 
the, the cruiser they're looking for. Um, and uh, the Bad Batch and Omega are gather, gathering all this stuff in a hallway now and getting ready to, you know, evade these guys because they know they're coming to find them. Uh, and let's see. He, they were they're on their way to return to the Marauder. Um, and Imperials are already on the ship as they uh, try to make their escape. And uh, this is where we see that, um, you know, since Crosshair understands the group, um, he's immediately, you know, they find him pretty quickly. Uh, Crosshair orders the troops to secure the perimeter. Um, and tech taps into the comm chatter. And uh, this is where... Uh, Crosshair um, also, you know, says things on the chatter that kind of lead them to exactly where they want them to lead them, which is a, uh, what is it? It's a munition munitions, munitions area where there's big cannons in it, right? Yeah. Art artillery deck, that's what it's called. Yeah. They also did call it a munitions um, area too. I can't, it doesn't say in here exactly what that that's called, but... Um, Crosshair explains that they that they uh, were misleading them, um, and we see Tech is trying to tap in and activate the laser cannons, and eventually he gets in and fires one, which causes a big distraction. And yeah, well, they discussed that if they did that, what would happen to the deck? Yeah, it would. It would and it, they say they'll oh, crumble and crash. Yeah, because it's such it's so old and in such bad shape that yeah. it would uh, fall apart and crash. Um, the yeah, cannon the was would, pretty cool though. It was yeah, it was huge though, wasn't it? It was like yeah, as big <laughs> like, as a building. Boom. It was huge. Yeah, and yeah, it, <laughs> yeah it, it, it bounced like a bounced up and down and everything. Um, they get out of the way and um, Omega is is pleading with um, Crosshair and telling um, Crosshair that it's the it's the chip that he's got the inhibitor chip that's causing him to do this um, and Crosshair orders the troops to aim at the kid and tells Hunter Hunter tells Crosshair that he has issues uh, with uh, Crosshair. Uh, and like I said, like we said, a tech ends up powering up the weapon and uh, the weapon, you know, goes back and forth and bounces on the deck and the, you can see above where the deck starts to collapse above them. Um, and Omega begins firing her little uh, bow thing, Z Zagirian energy bow, that's what they call it. Yeah. Um, and they, they make jumped, their escape. She just jumped right in there and started killing the troopers and shit. Yep, she did. I mean, and and uh, this is the where the, you know, I think it was a funny part, but it was a part where um, Wrecker grabs a couple of the tr troopers 
and throws them out off the off the deck yeah. there, and they, they're like, ah! <laughs> if if you listen to that, the 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 noises those guys made is is I think was pretty funny. It was uh, <laughs> and stuff, yeah. And uh, that's what you get when the blinds leading the blind. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> And they're carrying ammunition and, and weapons and stuff. Um, we see Wrecker's got a huge box full of stuff that he's carrying also. Um, it, you know, as they're, you know, battling these guys, you, you can hear and see the deck above kind of collapsing more and more. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, the Bad Batch find their path are blocked by troopers. Um, who are firing flamethrowers. Wrecker throws a proton torpedo at the troopers and, <laughs> and, and bonks them. Bonks it, them. Doesn't bonk. bl- it, doesn't, it doesn't blow up or anything. It just dong. dong. You know? <laughs> like if you threw an empty uh, tank at him or something. Dong. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Um, he says he, he uh, gets excited about having a direct hit or whatever. <laughs> kind of celebrates it. Um, and uh, this is when Tech tells the Bad Batch that um, maybe a good escape is through the ion engine chamber. Um, which How is that a, a good escape? Yeah, well, <laughs> they weren't depending on someone going, uh, you know, that we find out here soon that someone goes up and actually activates the, the, the engine. Yeah. And that's partly their fault because they were activating the power on the ship to allow them to steal data off the bridge, right? So what they originally did um, was was a problem. Um, kind of bit him in the ass. Yeah. So, fugitive. Um, the clone troopers uh, say, you know, that they're tracking them, but they're kind of avoiding choke, po- choke points. Um and uh, Crosshair orders a shuttle to be brought to the alti- artillery deck. Um, and he just kind of jumps off the artillery deck onto the um, ship. Um, their little, you know, walk plank thing extends out and he just kind of jumps and walks onto the ship. Um, Echo is surprised about the plan. Omega tells Wrecker she's never been inside an engine. Uh, and Wrecker thinks it's kind of weird to be in there. He's, he's kind of nervous about it. Which he should be, right? Um, and Tech starts to describe the uh, marvel of engineering for the, uh, the, the engine. Uh, something <laughs> about said, blast coating. Who, yeah, who said? Because who said, it could take so much heat. But and then was it Hunter that said shut up and move? No, it was it was Wrecker. Wrecker says nobody cares and, and pushes him along. No. And it says here, uh, Hunter approaches the end of the engine chamber and he avoids a blast from Crosshair because Crosshair's outside waiting for him. Um at, at he's got high ground basically. Up above, um, and Crosshair's taunting them. 
know, just shooting pot shots at them, not really hitting them. Um, and uh, Hunter orders a retreat, but suddenly they hear the, like we said, the engines start to come online. Yeah. Um, Echo says it's that, the, that it's not necessarily possible, and uh, Tech admits that, uh, like I said, as he was trying to restore power, that that power also um, included power to the engines. Um, they got they got like two minutes. Yeah, Tech says they have less than two minutes to escape, um, and their obvious escape or obvious exit is where Crosshair is firing at them at. So they're they have to come up with a plan, and one of the plans is to take some of those um, bombs they were stealing and actually um, put them around the edges of the um, engine housing um, and blow it up and. Uh, you know, they also mentioned that the it's going to shear off the uh, housing and they're going to fall. And Wrecker is not very happy about that. Um, because, <laughs> you know, that could go wrong many, many ways, right? They could fall down and, yep. and, and you know, get killed and all that. Um, Omega talks about that as well. Um, and Hunter says they have no other choice because if the engines come online and actually start, they're going to be, you know, incinerated. Burnt up. Um, so they all jump around and put their explosives um, around the edges where the, uh, where the engine housing seals in and uh, set them to explode. The uh, explosions go off and it, it tears the, the, cone off the engine and they fall down um, just in time for the engine to, to start up be fully started up and when it does start up it uh, you know like I said crosshair is outside with some some clones and several of them get singed and so does crosshair a little bit he kind of takes cover a little bit um, but it's uh, he's all messed up he's all messed up yet um, he, he basically um, passes out um, yeah, right there, um, and uh, you know the, the the bad batch escapes to their shuttle, um, even as uh, the uh, troopers are you know shooting at him and everything, and um, we switch to a scene where um, they come upon the area where the marauders at and all the guards that are supposed to be guarding their ship are down on the ground um all fallen to the ground of some sort um and omega is surprised and uh a hunter hunter obviously realizes that there's something going on there's somebody there that did this there's someone else here it wasn't done by um you know a clone of some sort. Um, not by scrappers, she says. Um, yeah. And this is when we see uh, the Pain Duros up. bounty hunter Cad Bane show up. Yeah, he was, he was on the top of the ramp to the ship, to the Marauder. That's when uh, Hunter tells Omega to get behind him. 
Uh, like you said, he exits the Marauder on the ramp with uh, Toto, his uh, three, 360 droid. Um, and he talks, uh, Bane talks about how he has become an expert in taking out clones. And then Hunter replies that he's in for a surprise because they're, they're not the normal type of clones. Um, and Omega is like, why? Bane asks if Bane's a bounty hunter. And uh, this is when Bane again tells her that she's she's pretty smart for figuring that out already. Mm-hmm. And the uh, droid Toto threatens him and tells him they're in trouble. Uh, Hunter tries to interrogate him and find out who hired them. Um, and he refuses to say and uh, says it's confidential information and asks Hunter to peacefully hand over Omega. Um, and Hunter replies that Omega is not going anywhere. And that's when Bane says that that's unfortunate for him. And um, he starts, you know, doing his tapping by his weapon there. He's got his hand right there by the weapon. And then we they bless you, Scott, for sneezing. <laughs> Hunter reaches for his weapon and the uh, two have a little, there's a little moment there where we're seeing both of them getting ready to grab for their weapon and um, it appears that Bane gets the first shot fired off and Hunter's shot uh, since it hit Hunter first Hunter's shot goes off and hits Toto and knocks off one of Toto's leg it says here a booster which is because the the droid floats or whatever his leg yeah, so I, I always call it a leg because I don't... The booster is that little round thing that's on the end of it. So yeah. I, I always consider it the whole leg. The leg. It's right at the joint, right? It's right at the knee area, it looks like. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Hop along, droid. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he needs some crutches. Uh, and this is when Omega rushes over to Hunter to make sure he's okay. And she can't really tell if he's okay. I think she knows that he's alive. He's just knocked out, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and Omega picks up her bow and uh, aims it at Bane, but um, Toto the droid knocks it out of her hand. He kind of sneaks, does a loop around and sneaks yeah. up behind her and knocks it out of her hand. And then Bane, then Bane uh, knocks her out. Yeah, with it. Stuns her. Sets his gun to stun and knocks her out. Well, I think um, it was on stun the whole time. It could be. I always thought when when you look at the weapons and they have the little circle that comes out of the weapon instead of a, a bolt, I always thought that was meant it was a stun. So um I don't remember when Bane was shooting at Hunter if it was if that was coming out or if it was a bolt or not. Um but I always considered that, you know, it's like a circle ring that comes out of it, like yeah. a Thing. And I always thought that's when it meant they were stunning. Um, I could be wrong, but I think that's how it works. I'm all. Yeah. So uh, then uh, Bane, since Bane knocked her out, he apologizes and grabs her and um, they, he, he takes her um, onto his ship. And then we flash to a scene where um, medics are tending to crosshair and you can see, um, you know, 
crosshair has been patched up quite a bit. He's got a sling for his arm and he's got bandages all around his head and everything. And he uh, uh, tells the medics to get off of him and rushes uh, to a shuttle so he can, uh, you know, catch the bad batch escaping the marauder. Um, yeah, they all Echo and Wrecker and them all show up and wake up Hunter and Hunter and them get into the Marauder. Um, Hunter was not really injured. It hit him in the chest plate, which um, the, the chest plate, you know, basically kind of like a, uh, you know, a bulletproof vest kind of thing. Yeah. And it kind of stopped it. Um, he's injured a little bit, but not much. Um, he's kind of out of it a little bit. Uh, and they all get on the ship. Uh, and Hunter tells Wrecker that um, the bounty hunter took Omega and they have to find her right away. And that's when the episode ends. So, uh, let's do wands real quick. We are proud to welcome our latest sponsor, Wands Cantina, where every first week of the month on the standard galactic calendar, we celebrate what the ancients call Cinco de Mayo. Come join us at Wands for the food, mariachi music, and 34 flavors of margaritas. That's Wands Cantina right next to the Hangar 94 of Mos Eisley Spaceport. On day two of the week is Taco Tuesday. All tacos are half a credit each and enjoyed with our house margaritas. Juan's Cantina also serves the galactically famous Dos Camarones Azul Cerveza, imported directly from Kessel. Thank you again for our latest sponsor, Juan's Cantina. Yeah, Juan's Cantina. And I uh, went and ate there this week, and I had the Champion Burrito, which is a very great burrito. It has um, like a, a, a cheese sauce on it, yellow cheese sauce on it, and it's got shrimp and steak and chicken inside of the burrito. Um, you get rice and beans with it. It's a pretty good dish. You should try it. Mm. Doesn't it sound good? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had it this week. It's actually went to, uh, you know, a little known restaurant around here called, uh, what? what's it called? It's on Metcalf and uh, 119th Street. Camachos? Anyway. Yeah, Camachos. I went there. We had a gathering with some people from work, just a few people, and we oh, ate dinner that's so there. special! Oh my god! Yeah, whatever. Uh, Did you all right, dress so up? No, I wore a t-shirt and shorts. <laughs> Why should I dress up? I, I, I don't dress up when I get on meetings for work. So anyway, um, so the next next episode, season one, episode nine. It's called Bounty Lost, and we immediately pick up in this episode from where the last episode left off. Uh, we see uh, our group in the Marauder being pursued by Crosshair and his team in a, another ship, and they're firing pew, and, and, pew, and, pew. and pewing, pew, 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 pewing pew. at them. Uh, Wrecker is in the rear uh, gun turret, and he says it's getting hot back here. Uh, the rear deflector shields are starting to fail, according to Tech. And Hunter allows Tech to make um, the jump to light speed to escape Crosshair. And Crosshair is like, Err, 
in rage as he does I will as he loses them. You, my birdie. Yeah. And that kind of I, I wanted to speak to that a little bit because um you know my question of the week uh is related to that. So um do you think that because of that crosshair is madder than ever to try to get our team or is it just uh just made to look that way that's our question of the week is crosshair matter than ever at, at the bad batch and he wants to uh you know pursue them even more you know because he they injured him and escaped him again he failed his mission basically so you know good soldiers yeah. follow orders yeah he, so that's well, our he's still I, I don't think he's conflicted yet you don't think he's conflicted yet yeah, I think that he comes might, later. He might become conflicted because of the blast from the engine. Yeah, I think so. And his too. injury. I think so too. I think he's, uh, you know, realizing that he actually misses being with the group because they're uh, so innovative with how they do things. Um, and he may actually be enjoying pursuing them a little bit too because it's a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So then we flash to uh, to uh, Bane's ship, and um, Omega wakens up, and she's in a holding cell um, aboard his ship, uh, which is called the Justifier. I never knew that ship. Um, the shell, the cell is con- is secured with an energy shield that she tries to, you know, touch and make sure it's there. Um, and she's down, you know, in the lower area in Toto, the droid is down there too. And he's, uh, trying to fix his own leg. And he tells uh, her that he is a mechanic droid and should be able to fix it himself. Um, and Omega keeps telling him that, uh, she can help him fix it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't cooperate or, or or do anything with prisoners. And uh, as he continues on, he's having trouble, more trouble. And uh, he, let's see. We see uh, that um, Bane asks for uh, Toto. Uh, Bane comes into scene and asks how the asset's doing. And that's when Omega sis, insists that her name's Omega, not an asset. Um, and that's when uh, Bane removes his hat and, and introduces himself to Omega. And she asks where he's taking her. Um, and that's when he, he and Toto walk away. Omega says that she's that he'll be sorry for messing with her friends. And Bane says that her friends are long gone. Nobody is coming. Yep. And that's when Toto asks Bane about his leg and see if he can fix his leg for him. The hunter, the bounty hunter. Can you fix my leg? Exactly. (laughs) Mr. Bane, Mr. Bane, I need it. Something like that. Then then he's just sitting there trying to put put it on it. Right. And zaps himself. And, and we also get a scene where. 
Mr. Bane's too busy. He's a busy man. He is. That's when we get the scene where he he uh, contacts the Camino Prime Minister Lama Su, telling him that he has a Omega and she's alive, and uh, he better get a premium uh, price for her because uh, you know she's still alive. Um, did you like and, how? Did, did you like how he had his? feet up on quote his dashboard yeah, yeah. that was funny <laughs> his, his feet are up there he's relaxing uh and he uh bane tells lama sue that he wants the credits unmarked um at, at their pre-arranged coordinates um and we see on camino the, the scientist nala say which is the one that always worked with Omega, uh, tells Lama Sue that she will deliver the credits to Bane and retrieve Omega. Um, the Prime Minister disagrees uh, and says that she has too much of an interest in Omega and Lama Sue instead sends Tan Wei to rendezvous with Bane at the abandoned Camino uh, facility on Borovoy. Um, so it's a, it's another clone facility that they had that's been abandoned. Um, he instructs her to pay the bounty hunter and bring back their property. Uh, he also orders Omega be confined to the facility. Once they have received her genetic material, he orders uh Way to terminate Omega. And that's when we see Nala say kind of looked a little look a little troubled about this. Uh and then again we go back to the ship and uh Toto is still trying to fix his leg. With the uh <laughs> whatever. He's not doing very well. And Omega basically is convincing him that she can fix it for him since he's having trouble. Um, she knows how to do it, and, uh, you know, she tries to make it sound like she's uh, sympathetic towards the droid and everything like that. Um, and she's done this uh, seven several times with AZ droid on Camino, um, And the droid still doesn't trust uh, Omega. Um then we flash to our bad batch who uh, echo is, has searched the database and found that this um, bounty hunter's name is Cad Bane, who has multiple run-ins with the Jedi and also attempted to Cad kidnap um, chancellor Palpatine, which is, uh, you know, the reason why all the Jedi went into his office that one time. Isn't that, that's around the time when Mace Windu got killed because they were in there to uh, thwart an assassinate or a kidnapping attempt. Yeah, um, that's right. Uh, Wrecker says the bounty hunter asks why the bounty hunter was on Pantoro and why he wants Omega. And that's when Tech um, says that he is with doing more scans of her. He realizes that she is more valuable than they realized um he discovers that she is 
pure first generation DNA, um, which means it's been unaltered DNA. So she is a clone that's unaltered, unlike the rest of them who have been altered a, a little bit. Um, tech kind of explains that a little bit. Um, she is the, a genetic template of Django Fett. Uh, while their structure was modified for growth and acceleration and obedience, Omega is a pure genetic replication. Uh, Hunter asks how many clones like so that exist. Would that make would that would that make uh, Bobo her her brother? Exactly. So Hunter asks how many clones like that exist, and Tex says, um, to his knowledge, there's only one similar pure genetic replication, a male clone named Alpha, but is later referred to as Boba. Um, since uh, since nobody's been in contact with him since he disappeared uh, at the start of the Clone Wars, which is right when uh, his dad's head got cut off. And he says he's got the helmet in his hand. Nobody's seen him since then. Uh, you know, he's crying. Uh, so uh, basically that means Omega is the sole remaining uh, living source of, of Django Fett's genetic material. And the Caminos must have put a bounty on Omega. So they're, they're putting all the pieces together and realizing that uh, the Camoans Camo want her back so they can, um, you know, secure their, uh, their worth. Um, Wrecker asks how they will find this bounty hunter and hunters has tech contact Sid to seek out more information. Um, if she can find them, um, and we go back to the uh, to Cad Bane's ship, and this is where uh, Omega finally convinces the droid uh, to let her out so she can fix his leg. Um, she uh, helps him out and gets it fixed, and you know it doesn't work correctly. So uh, Toto asks her to adjust it a little bit, and she goes in the back and adjusts it. And immediately, uh, once it's fixed and adjusted, she turns him off and, and powers <laughs> powers him off. Um, She's so tricky. Yeah. Uh, da -da. And Omega begins to search the area to try to find her communicator, the little armband communicator that they gave her a few episodes back. Um... Omega. She finds it. Yeah. She finds it eventually. She's, it's up on her upper shelf. She finds it and gets it just right before the moment that Cad Bane comes down um, to check on him because he can't. He, he's been calling Toto and he can't. Toto, Toto is obviously not replying. Um, and uh, the ship begins to descend on this uh, Borovio planet. Um, and that's, like I said, that's when Bane contacts Toto to um, help out with the landing. 
Omega finds the link and Bane finds Toto has been deactivated. Um, he wakes up the droid. Uh, and Bane demands where's the kid at and Toto claims she's right over here in her cell and, and he goes, <laughs> oh no. Which, is, yeah, that was a pretty funny little thing too. Uh <laughs> And we see uh, Omega's run out onto the landing platform. She's already got off the ship. Um, and she's trying to use her, her comm link to contact the Bad Batch, which um, signal's not very, not strong enough. Um, and then we go back to the Marauder with our Bad Batch. Echo says that Sid um, doesn't know about Bane's whereabouts. Um, and told them that they're on their own. Um, this is where Hunter picks up uh, Omega's long-range transmission um, and Echo tries to boost the signal and tells them that she is here but doesn't know where she is. So they finally um, get her. She finally communicates with them. Um, and the Echo... Wrecker says they're coming, but Echo warns that the signal is too weak to establish a direct connection trace, so they can't find her through the retracing the, the signal. Um, and Hunter tells Omega to, Omega to find a, a door panel similar to the one on Topoka City um, and so she can relay her position um, by creating a power surge through, a, through the panel. Um, tech tells Omega to activate it, causing the door to open, uh, reroute the circuits to cause an overload in the grid so that they can detect that surge. Um, and Bane catches up to her and grabs her and says something uh, by crook or by hook. Um, and he cuffs her and drags her along uh, Omega calls Hunter back for help, but Bane uh, takes the uh, comm link off of her arm and, and steps and on it. Stomps on it. it. Yeah. And uh, this is when uh, we uh, switch to uh, back to the Justifier, the Cad Bane ship, and Toto is is you know, enjoying his new re repaired leg. And all of a sudden he detects another unidentified ship coming. Um, and he uh, tells Bane that there's a ship coming. Um, and Bane has him check it out. They want him alive. Omega wants... Bane to tell her where she's taking him, uh, but he says uh, he's not going to tell her, and she she tells him again that they're going to be sorry when her friends show up, and this is when Bane orders her to be silent. He senses that someone is there, um, which is probably the person who landed the ship, and uh, he drags Omega through the corridor so they can find Tanwi. Um, and they find Tanwi already lying on the floor. Somebody's already shot Tanwi and, and killed her. Um, 
And this is when uh, we see Fennec Shan show up. Uh, Fennec shoots a couple blasts at Bane. Um, and she has the uh, case with the credits in it. And she uh, taunts Bane with it and says that, you know, hey, I've got the credits. You don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, Shan says that Omega was her first score and that she and Omega go way back. Um, so we find out that the, you know, Shan's first bounty was Omega back on the previous episode, couple episodes before. Um, she has the payment. Um, Shan proposes a trade. Um, the case for the girl and Bane says that sounds, sounds fair, but he demands that Shand um, bring him the case first. Um, and as she's uh, slowly starting to approach the droid Toto grabs the case from her arm, from her hands and uh, Bane fires a few shots at Shand um, missing her, of course. Um, and that's when Bane has a detonator and he activates and rolls it towards her. And she ends up um, kicking the detonator uh, away from her and it goes towards Toto. And Toto gets um, the percussion of the, the explosion. Yeah. He blows him off the deck and the case opens up and all the credits fall out, um, presumably to the ground that's, that's, you know, very far down below. Um, you know, maybe a thousand feet down or something like that. Because um, this uh, facility is up in the air. And and like you said before, we don't know uh, for sure if, if there's water down there. We don't know if it's an ocean kind of atmosphere like the other place on Camino. Um, and they, Shand and Bane, exchange fire back and forth through some corridors. Um, Omega... Uh, escapes um, because Bane's too occupied with uh, Shand. Um, Doesn't she find like that escape pod? Isn't that what that is? She sees an escape pod and Bane orders Toto to find her. So she is uh, running and this droid keeps showing up and she keeps uh, you know fighting with the droid a little bit. Um, and Shan and Bane uh, keep uh, firing at each other and eventually there's a, like a, a, a silence in the fire uh, as Bane thinks he's got her corner Shan cornered um, he attempts and then Shan is has, he, he thinks he found her but it's actually a bomb that, that uh, Shan had planted and it explodes he nearly escapes being exploded by it but it knocks him out um, in the corridor um, and kind of, you know, knocks him unconscious for a few seconds. Uh, and like you said, uh, Omega flees to a, a lower platform so she can get to that um, She got there that. pretty fast, too. Yeah, so she goes to uh, an area where there's a uh, control panel and she starts playing with a control panel and powering it on um which um 
she activates a transmitter so it'll send a signal to the bad batch and um they could find her and we immediately uh, oh this is when shan shows up um and tries to you know capture omega and um during part of the scuffle one of the uh pods gets cracked and shan's right there when the pod falls over and and lands on her which allows omega to get away and we cut to the marauder and echo sees the signal that she she released um and wreckers asks where where it, where it is in the lido system um and echo searches for exact coordinates and they find it and and put in the uh, coordinates in their ship's information. Um, and we see Toto uh, up with Bane because he knows that Bane's been knocked out. Um, and he tries to wake up Bane. And uh, Toto vows to complete the task and not fail him. So that's when Toto um, begins um, following um, Omega again. Um, and communication center, uh, the tank explodes. Okay. And, uh, the, when the tank falls on Shand, it's, it's got a big, uh, huge gray skinned alien. And it looks like one of those comedian Camoan aliens. It's a big, tall one. Um, and, Looks like uh, Bane has woken up and begins to chase her again. Um, this time, um, Shan throws a little uh, thing that's got balls on the end, three different balls on it, and it hits his hand and kind of knocks his weapon out of his hand. It's like a bolo. Um, yeah, like a bolo is. Yeah. And She's used Bane, that before. She has, but that's in the future. Uh, and that's when uh, Bane gets right up on Omega. This time Shand is there again. And Omega goes down another manhole um, towards her, uh, towards her escape pod. Um, and that's when we see Toto finally catch up with Omega. Uh, Tapping on the window. <laughs> well, she he's he's attacking her while she's climbing down the ladder, too. Okay. Um, yeah, that's right. She, she kicks and, and him a little bit. Then she jumps on him. Then yeah, she jumps exactly. on him. <laughs> jumps on him, and, um, you know, he, he can't it's handle rodeo the time. Doesn't look like he can handle the weight very well, does it? It's rodeo um, time. Exactly. Ride the bull until you fall off. Uh, and uh, um, that gives Omega some time to actually um, to escape because Toto crashes and is he's kind of sparking and short circuiting a little bit. Um, doesn't take him long to recover though, um, and he follows her like like you said in up to the ship and um. He gets in on top of the ship and is knocking on the glass. 
and he says, oh, no, because he sees Omega um, getting ready to launch the craft. Um, mm-hmm. And we flash to uh, some more fighting with Shand and, and Bane. Um, and Toto warns uh, Bane on the comlink that Omega's escaping. Um, and he orders Toto back to the, to the Justifier. Um, and you see Bane uses flamethrower to drive Shand back. Um, but that's and that's where Shand uh, restrains him and kicks him over the platform. Um, however, that's when we see Bane activate his um shoe lift things and he uh throws himself back up onto the platform. Uh, and like you said, meanwhile, Omega's pod is rocketing away from the into the planet's uh, atmosphere and it begins to run out of fuel you can see it kind of uh sputtering and omega's like uh oh and um as it runs out of fuel it starts to arc down and and go towards you know I, we don't know the land or the ocean whatever is down there mm-hmm. um and just as it's uh, finally running out of the last parts of gas, something catches the pod and the manhole, uh, you know, connection between the two opens up and Wrecker's there. And uh, Omega immediately runs up to Wrecker and, and gives him a hug because she knows she's been rescued. Um, yay. yay. She's also greeted by Hunter Echo and, and Gonky the the weird droid guy. Uh, and the Marauder flies away and Omega go, is talking to Hunter and sobbing about how um, she she doesn't want to be hurt like that anymore. Oh. Um, and why is it happening to her? And that's when um, Echo tells Hunker, Hunter to tell Omega her real worth and why she's different. Uh, okay, and then we see um, we go back to the Justifier on Bane's ship and uh, they're still struggling to get the ship started up so they can leave and chase after um, the Bad Batch because they have detected that the Bad Batch is there to rescue um, and and get her, and somehow they they find out the engines aren't working because it's been sabotaged. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably we find out could be something that Shan did. Fennec Shan, that probably. sounds like something she would do. And uh, he watches in rage um, because his ship won't start. That Fennec flies away um, and escapes as well. And we see in Shan. On her ship, she does a communication between Nala Say, um, which is the, uh, like I said, the person that uh, worked with um, Omega. Yeah. Um, and she asks, uh, Nala Say asks for an update. And Shan tells her that Omega was rescued by the same clone she encountered on Pantora. Um, she says that she can track them, but it'll cost extra. Um, Nala Say tells Shan that Omega is, as long as Omega is sh- safe, 
she doesn't mind um, paying extra. Um, and now let's say transfer is the first payment right away. Um, and says, uh, Shan says that um, she knows how to reach her um, for if they, she needs more help. Um, and we, we go back to the uh, Marauder the, and Omega is climbing down the ladder from her little, uh, you know, room or whatever. And we notice that um, most of the batch is, is sleeping and she um, walks up to the cockpit and Hunter's sitting right, right there. And she, her and Hunter uh, have a little talk. You can see Hunter's got a bunch of bandages on too mm -hmm. um, because of his uh, shot there being shot by Cad Bane. And she is complaining about how she doesn't want to be an experiment in a tube anymore. She doesn't yeah. want to, you know, she, she fears that since she's so valuable that um, the bounty hunters will keep coming after her. And this is where we um, get Hunter saying that um, he promises that she will never have to go back to Camino. Um, and this is it, that makes her happy. And, you know, we obviously know that that's not necessarily the truth because um, future episodes, they do go back to Camino, but um, the, the episode ends anyway at that point where Omega has been told that she will never go back to Camino. And my question of the week for that episode is, um, is that the last we'll see Fennec Shand um, with the Bad Batch team? Do you think we'll see her again? What do you think, Scott? Probably. We know we see her in the future with uh, Boba yeah. Fett. And I mean, since she's around with the Bad Batch, she's got to be pretty young then, right? Because um, yeah. if she's alive during remember, the Boba Fett show, she's got to be, she's quite older re then, right? Remember, she said that that uh, oh crap um, Omega was her first gig yep. her first right. bounty right. so you know she's probably in her 20s or something yeah probably about that so that would mean she's probably like 40 or, or so when the book of Boba Fett 40 yeah. maybe 45 50 I don't know and, um, you know, well, since you know, she got, since I, she got I, everything I, redone, she's probably, yeah, I don't think she'll age. She's, she's not going to age much anymore. So no. she may be, uh, around forever. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. So, yeah, that's the question of the week. Um, again, we encourage everyone to, um, give us your opinions. Uh, you can go to the website. There's a feedback feedback link you can fill out the form and it'll send us our feedback um, we do not collect any information from that any of your personal information through that form um, you have a choice to put in a name and that can be any name you want to and then um, your feedback uh, again we also post uh, this uh, video that we make here on youtube there's an option to comment on youtube as well um, so far, we have uh, six episodes on YouTube, and there's going to be, is that right? Wow, that's, that's a lot. 
Yeah, we have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, and today's will be seven. So, um, you know, look forward to that. We want to hear your comments there. Um, we have these polls also on the website. Um, there's a link there to click on it, and you can answer the poll. Um, also, uh, the polls have an option to add comments if you want to about explain more why you answered what you answered in the poll. Um, and so far, we have um, no real votes on those polls um, from last week as well. Um, the polls from last week actually end in about a day. So you have just a day more to answer those questions. Anything else you want to talk about, Scott? Uh, no. No. You're just looking no. forward to watching some more episodes and talking more about them, right? Yeah. Well, I'm right now. I think I'm like on. Oh, there's crosshair. I'm on like 14 or so. Yeah. So, um, you know, just to keep people on where we're at, um, not, not that I'm dismissing anything you said there, but we're going to review episodes. What is it? 10 and 11 now we're yeah. on. So 10 and 11, um, you know, our original plan was hoping to um, uh, do a couple episodes a week and hopefully be done right before the Bad Batch season two premieres. Um, but um, they're now saying that Bad Batch is not going to premiere until later this year, um, which is what we already talked about in the news where it could appear after Andor has uh, come out. And so um, episode 10 is called Common Ground and mm -hmm. episode 11 is called Devil's Deal. Um, yeah, so that kind of deals more with what's going on with the Empire and stuff um, uh, before we get to the uh, last couple episodes mm -hmm. that go for the finale. Of the There is... Um, 16 yeah there's 16 episodes um for season one and so we're getting really close to being to towards the end we've only got um seven or so episodes left to go seven or eight episodes to go and uh just remember the last two episodes are a two-parter it's part one and part two um, yep. so um i'm excited i think uh the episode you're on scott is called war mantle um and we uh uh, get to a, some yeah, sort of secret facility. There, yeah. I think where where the clones are taking, you know, where the clones are going to continue their stuff. Um, yeah, and I think I'm I'm on the one where the cap, where got crosshair and the troops, but the captain walks out and talks to the troops. Uh huh. Their only exit or whatever. Even though they're already, even though the uh, the bad batch is already taken off, the captain's yep. talking to the troops, telling the, them to lay down their arms and right, probably because they're, they're gonna arrested, they're gonna kill them. I guess I don't know. Um, all right, so that kind of wraps up our episode today. Uh, 
Unless you have a little bit more, Scott. No, I just. Te- uh, I'm sorry for the teaser. Sort of no, the teaser is good. I like the teaser. Um, that's kind of what I was doing too. Talking about the other episodes upcoming, is teasing. Um, also, remember uh, the episodes you already watched. We see a young Hera too. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. Um, part of Rebels. We see her as a child. Yeah. So. Which is, is fun too. So I'll go ahead and play the outro then. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R Kyle-Johansson.us. That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Breaching Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Preacher Room website at r-a-c-r-dot-k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n-dot-u-s. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms Ltd, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle John Hanson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Have a good evening. Yeah. Let me turn off this recording. Where's that out? Oh.